and welcome to the Bendy Four Kitchen today. Come on in and we'll tell you how to make our sausage pasta bake. This is a veritable feast of bacon in all its forms. Uh, this pasta bake came um, a house favourite here uh, back when we lived in Ireland. At the time I had access to lots of great gourmet sausages and lovely meat and things. Um, we were probably bigger meat eaters back then. Uh, Cumberland sausages are great as they come in lots of different kinds of flavours uh, so you can change the flavour of the pasta bake very often because of the Cumberland sausage um, but go with whatever you like yourself. I've been known to swap Cumberland for Toulouse sausages, even Bradford's for Frankfurters and also spice it up with nice Spanish sausage and chorizo and things like that. So it really depends on what I have in the house at any given time. The point is that you can mix it up to your taste. That's kind of the main thing. However, the bacon lardons or pancetta are always in it. And they're in it because they give a really lovely um, fat when it comes to the second part of making it, which is making your sauce and frying up your onion and stuff. And they give this lovely salty sweetness. So the bacon lardons are always there or pancetta are always there. Now, you can do this as vegan. Um, or vegetarian using vegan vegetarian sausages if you wish I also do it that way but I do find it can be a little bit on the salty side and it then affects the sauce because you don't have the fat from the bacon and sausage in order to make that sauce so you just swap it and use normal oil but you certainly can make it for a vegan or vegetarian taste hand on heart I would say the original is definitely the best okay um, now if you are busy and you don't want to make your own tomato sauce like I am going to do um, you certainly can swap it for a jar bought tomato bolognese sauce you certainly can or even passata not a problem um, it won't necessarily have those layers of flavor when you're making a sauce yourself but it'll still do fine and it'll make a quick dinner and that's kind of what you want I suppose at the end of the day and um, this serves four people without any second servings but four good servings um, in our house it serves three little pigs um, but then we tend to go back for seconds and uh, don't leave it until there's none left in the dish it's really moorish it's really tasty and it's really really comforting and it's one of those things that if it's in front of you you just keep spooning out of it um, so if you wanted to stretch a bit further I'd say serve it with you know nice garlic breads and things like that and that kind of you know will really stuff everybody up but this this will do do the job so the ingredients for the sausage pasta bake you start with two Cumberland pork and apple flavored sausages you can also use plain uh, one Bradfirst mild and unspiced 175 grams of bacon lardons or pancetta get them in nice cubes um, one medium onion chopped I use red onions uh, yellow or whatever color you want one garlic clove crushed eight chestnut mushrooms quartered 400 gram tin of chopped tomato sauce that's basically chopped tomatoes you're going to use it for the sauce um, three tablespoons of Worcestershire sauce or balsamic vinegar that's going to be in your sauce one tablespoon of brown sugar I use dark brown sugar but you can use any brown sugar and um, that's also for your sauce one tablespoon of conserva or tomato paste we get conserva here in Malta it's a very very thick type of tomato paste but normal tomato paste 
will do just fine. Uh, you will need chicken stock or a vegetable stock cube. Um, I use the tin from the tomato and I just put the boiling water in that and I add in the stock cube to dissolve it. And that means I've got equal tomatoes and equal stock. So that's how I tend to do it. Um, if you have homemade chicken or vegetable stock, even better, just use the 400 gram tin. If you decide you're going to use one of those chicken pots, um, chicken stock pots, that's kind of like a jelly liquid, only use about half of it because they can be quite salty, um, I have found. So that would be my guidance on different types of stock to use. 100 mils of red wine for your sauce, 400 grams of penne pasta. You can use spaghetti and frizzilli, they both work well. Um, or some other kind of big chunky pasta um, but I allow about 100 grams per person um, but I do find penne pasta is good even the way it just how it fills the, the dish and everything 100 grams of grated mozzarella cheese one bay leaf one teaspoon of oregano and basil and a 200 ml um, bechamel sauce you can get that in a carton it normally comes in about 200 ml sizes um, if you don't want to make the bechamel yourself. If you can't find bechamel sauce, you can also use, um, it's called crema cucina, um, which is similar to a bechamel sauce, but maybe not as thick. That also works fine. I've used it many times um, as an alternative. And then you also have fresh basil to serve, to sprinkle on top. Salt and pepper to season is in the recipe. And the reason I put it at the very end is because I always think you should taste this pasta bake before you decide you're going to season it or put it in the oven. Reason being you're using sausages and bacon and they are all salty and um, so you may not need to use the salt and sometimes as well sausages like Cumberland and things they will have pepper within their flavouring so there might be enough already so before you put it in the oven have a quick spoon of it and that will tell you how much you need to actually season if you need to season it at all okay. I generally don't because I would probably put a little bit of salt and pepper into a tomato sauce as I'm making it. So taste as you go um, is always uh, the rule here. Now, in order to make it, what do you do? It's very, very simple. So the first thing you do is you lightly brush a deep pan or skillet with some oil, very light brush on it. Um, and then you warm it over a medium uh, to high heat adding in your sausages and your bacon or pancetta okay and you want to get these nicely colored um, all over and you also want it to cook until the bacon fat um, has rendered down as much as possible because that's going to create a fat for you to cook the rest of the things in and once that's cooked um, you can add in your mushrooms as well and give them a nice toss around in the, the fat and the oil and get all that nice flavor from the sausages. And then you do that for about two to three minutes and you then put all of it on a kitchen towel to drain off uh, to one side. So any excess grease is taken, taken off your mushrooms and your sausages, okay? Now in the same pan, you might have um, a good bit of the fat from the sausages okay and also from the bacon lardons you need the equivalent of about two good tablespoonfuls all right so if you have more than that just pour it out okay and leave good two tablespoons there so that the bottom of your pan is nicely coated and into that pan you are going to put your onions and you want to sweat the onions off nice and gently to get that lovely sweetness it takes about five minutes 
um, normally depending on your type of hob, whether it's gas or electric. And do it over a nice gentle heat that you don't want them to burn. So you want it over a nice gentle heat and they're sweating down beautifully. And then you add in your garlic and you do the same. You're sweating that all down for about 30 seconds to a minute. You don't want your garlic to burn. Now, if you find things are looking like they're going to stick to the pan, just add in a tablespoon or two of water and it'll just be deglazing that pan as you go. So that's really good uh, to do all the time. Rather than adding in more oil, you don't need more oil. Just pour in some a little bit of water, two tablespoons is enough, and just deglaze the pan and keep everything moving so it doesn't burn. Now you're gonna add the sugar and you're gonna stir that until it's dissolved before you add in your Worcestershire sauce or your balsamic vinegar, whichever one you've decided to use, your tomato paste and your red wine. And you're gonna keep stirring everything, making sure it's getting nicely coated for about two minutes, okay? Just really get those flavors building for about two minutes. And this is all over a nice gentle heat. And then you're gonna add in your chopped tomatoes, okay? and in the empty tin for the chopped tomatoes you are going to fill that with boiling water and dissolve your stock cube in it if you're using a stock cube okay and get it nice and dissolved and you pour that in on top of your tomato mixture bring it to a boil and then turn it down to a nice gentle simmer pop in a bay leaf and your herbs and you're going to leave that there on a nice gentle gentle simmer for about 25 minutes until it's reduced about half you know you still want a level of liquid in it but you want it kind of nice and thick and um, but you still need it liquidy because you still want it to coat the, the pasta so i kind of say 25 minutes is good i want it thick with some liquid but i don't want too much liquid in it about half is good okay now if you're using a saucepan over a wide skillet you will probably need to leave it just a slight bit longer and um, purely because it's in a saucepan so it's not going to uh, cook as quick, all right? Now, in a large saucepan, you want to cook your pasta. So you need a good large saucepan. Make sure there's lots of salted water, nice salty water in it, and bring it to the boil, add in your pasta, and cook your pasta for about five to 10 minutes. You don't want the pasta to fully cook. That's really important because if you overcook the pasta, when you put it into your dish and you do it in the bake, it's going to become mushy. So you absolutely undercook as much as you can. So don't even let it go al dente. So I find five to 10 minutes tends to be enough. Uh, I do find for Zilli, I'll probably go about six minutes, you know, in the pot. A penne, yeah, about between five and ten, and spaghetti definitely no more than ten when you're when you're cooking it because you still want it cooked, but you don't want it overcooked. So while your pasta is cooking, what you're going to do is you're going to slice up your sausages and you're going to add them back into the tomato sauce along with the mushrooms, the bacon, the bechamel, and half the grated cheese. Okay and you want to stir everything up, make sure it's all nice and combined, okay? And then you are just literally going to remove the bay leaf and you know the heat is turned off at this point, put a lid on it, it'll stay nice and warm um, and it's done its job, okay? Preheat your oven to 180 degrees Celsius, that's a fan oven, and grease a lasagna dish, a standard lasagna dish or whatever dish you normally use for baking things. I use a standard lasagna uh, dish. 
Drain your pasta and rinse it with water because you want to remove any of that excess starch from it, okay? And now you're just going to combine your pasta and your sausages together. So the sausage, tomato mixture and the pasta really combine this well together. I tend to combine them in the pasta pot purely because it's easier to stir it all up in the pasta pot than it is in a skillet. And just check the season, take, take a big spoon of it. Do you like it? Is it too salty? Is it not salty enough? Does it need a little bit of pepper thrown in? If it does, take a little bit, go easy on it. Um, I generally don't need to season it, probably because of the different types of sausage and bacon I use, but feel free to make sure you taste it. Always remember, people can always season at the table if they want a little bit more salt or a little bit more pepper in something. So less is more in this case. And then what you're gonna do is, if you want your um, cheese, to be kind of crunchy and gnarly, you put it on now. If you prefer your cheese to be uh, stringy and melty, don't put the cheese on when the bake goes in the oven. Put it on about 10 minutes towards the end, okay? That tends to be uh, the rule of thumb. So you transfer it into the baking dish and you're going to put your cheese on, sprinkle it on over it, if you want it to be a little bit crunchy um, when it's finished or leave it till the last 10 minutes if you want it stringy. And you are going to bake that in the preheated oven for 25 to 30 minutes to ensure it is cooked through, okay? Um, I always pierce the middle of the pasta bake with a knife to make sure that it's really hot in the middle, okay? And I just think that's better to do because sometimes your sauce will be made a little bit ahead of time and then you're doing your pasta and it really depends how you're making it and how you're putting things together so it's always good to make sure knife in the middle comes out and it's really nice and hot okay that's really important you can also use if you prefer um, like a cheddar cheese or something feel free to use that we just use mozzarella because it gives that lovely uh, stringiness to it okay now if you don't want to do this as a bake you can bring it to kind of that point where it's just about to go in the oven and serve it straight like that on the plate. It doesn't have to go through uh, the baking process. It is still a fantastic pasta dish without being a bake, um, but we just love it as a, as, as a bake. Um, the most important thing, of course, is to make sure that your sauce is good and hot and your pasta is obviously cooked al dente and then you mix the two uh, together if you're not doing it as a bake, okay? The other point to remember is if you're doing this in advance, because it's a great dish to do in advance, you can do it a few days in advance before you want to eat it, um, bring the dish to room temperature before you put it in the oven. And I would certainly say cook it for maybe 30 to 40 minutes instead of the 25 minutes, purely because you want to make sure it's cooked the whole way through in the middle. And I find when you do things you know, from the fridge, even if you let them stand for an hour to get them to room temperature, something like, like pasta is quite stodgy and in the center, it doesn't always cook um, at the same speed as everything on the outside, okay? So always give it a little bit extra if it's been made ahead and you're cooking it from the fridge, okay? Um, in terms of freezing, I don't like this frozen, but then I don't like any pasta dish out of the freezer. Um, my rule of thumb is don't freeze pasta. Um, but some people do freeze it and they say it's fine. For me, no, it's a no freezer on this one. This is something you can make in advance for a couple of days and 
cook it then but don't be putting it in a freezer i just don't think it tastes the same once it comes out of a freezer and i do think that affects the lovely sauce and even the pasta itself and um, the chewiness and everything yeah i wouldn't do it so let me know how you go i really hope you enjoy it and um, let me know if you try different types of sausage in it and how they work for you um, or even if you try different types of cheeses and how they work it's always good to get loads of ideas from other people and, and what they do because different countries have lots of different kinds of flavors and sausages and spices and herbs that they like in their dishes so sometimes it's good to see what people do around the world so wherever you are in the world i hope you enjoy this dish hope you give it a go and thanks for popping in to the kitchen today take care Thank you.